search. Each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering numero uno. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Broken by Concept, episode 63. Um, we're back in business. Where do you want to kick it off? Well, first we should, uh, we haven't announced our Clips channel yet. Oh, yep, Clips channel, um, which... If you want daily dose of Curtis and Nathan, go and we'll, we'll put a link in the description below. Yep. We got a new new channel there. Yep. We originally wanted to do it on our main channel, but... Yeah, screwed the algorithm a bit, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um, that's good for those people who don't have time and, and kind of just want a yeah, daily dose. And it's like going said. from all like, stuff from our old episodes. Yeah, starting from the beginning, which Francine's is great. doing a great job with it. So Shuria, shout out to Shuria. She's, she's helping us with that and she's been doing a great job. So um, yeah, chuck it a sub. Um, I announced it on my Midnight yeah, Academy. An influx of subscribers. Great. Um, so over the... I think when was this... I think it was like towards the end of last week, maybe the weekend. I can't remember exact. No, it was more. I think it was last Thursday, Friday. I um, I don't even know how this happened, but I stumbled across an old Counter Strike montage. Right? You love your Counter Strike montages, Curtis. Oh, dude! I this one I've seen. Yeah, I would have showed you them at some yeah, point, right? Family. Yeah, Nathan, watch this. Nathan, watch this. Counter Strike's the best yeah. game ever. I because uh, I was obsessed with Counter Strike, right? That was my. That was basically where all one point six, right? Yes, yeah, I played one point six and then went to Source and then that's kind of stopped at Source. That was my history. You know, your well, I was Counter Strike. They yeah. were our babies. That's what our, developed our bread and butter. Yeah, that was our bread and butter. First proper competitive game. Game, right? So I was watching this and it took me down. I just felt. So, so much nostalgia. I love, you know? I love the feeling. The of feeling, it's so wholesome, it's right? Good, yeah. And I'm watching it and, you know, I used to watch this exact video when I was, you know, how old? Probably like 15 or something like that. Jumping in your practice lobbies to aim, shoot. Yep. Shoot, aim, practice. And I would just have it running in the background, just like just listening to it. Yeah. Because the music was so sick. And it just, over, it was overwhelming, right? right? Just, just going back to... and, and I, tear to your eye, Curtis. I didn't cry, but it was just <laughs> overwhelming. Like, it's in, in, so like, wow, this is, this is what, this is where it all started in a way. Mm. And, you know, I went down that rabbit hole, watched a few other montages, the classic mouse sports one that... Love that one. The 1.6 one. What was it called? Ready, Willing, Able. Ready, Willing, and Able. The, I think the, one of my favorite... Oh, where it actually all started, I think, was an old league montage, one of my first league montages that I watched that used to hype me up was an Ari one. And then, anyway, it just got down that rabbit hole. And it got me thinking, you know, because like I left, you know, after I was watching this video, I, I got left with this intense feeling of, I guess, just just connectedness with my goal in a way or like what I'm trying to do playing league. It, it just really got me motivated. And I don't like using that word, but I feel like it's the only word that would do it justice. It was, I guess it was a combination of, I guess I was really aligned. I was I was really in sync with why I played League of Legends. Why you love the game. Why I love games. Mm. Why I love gaming. Mm. What I love about just just sitting on the computer and and dominating my opponent. That like it just really brought me back to my roots. Why the hell I'm here and how I got here essentially. Because sometimes you know you know doing what we do, you get you kind of get beat down in a way, or you um you lose sight of w why you started it all. Like what. Okay, for example, like, you know, let's just say someone gets into a, a career that they initially really enjoyed. Maybe they got into, they became a veterinarian and then they just get into the thick of it 
and then they kind of lose track of why they wanted to become a veterinarian to help animals in the first place because you're just in the rut. I feel like that's kind of where I was with League. And it was amazing. It was a really amazing experience. So what I wanted to talk about today was the importance of connecting with what got you into gaming in the first place. And I think many of us, you know, Nathan, I think we take for granted how much of an advantage we have had based off our competitive backgrounds. You know, we've mentioned this before on the podcast. You came from no, a WoW background. I don't take it for granted at all. I think I'm, I'm purely aware that that's why I'm in the position I'm in. Right. I think it's something we don't, maybe we don't refer to enough though, because I think that maybe it's a question we need to ask our clients as well. What experience before League of Legends have they had in other games? Now, you know what? Thinking back on my Counter-Strike days, you know, a part of me thinks... If I hadn't had the experience of getting really, really good at at, at Counter-Strike and, and actually dominating my opponent in Counter-Strike and knowing what that feels like and completely obliterating someone and playing to an extremely high level, how would that have influenced... If I didn't have that experience, how would that have influenced my own journey in League of Legends? Now, yes, I was new to League of Legends and when I picked it up, I had no idea what a MOBA was. I played by myself and I figured it out. But at the end of the day, I still knew how to what it felt like to dominate my opponent. You had the confidence to be able to get good at the game. Exactly. That's, what, that's where it came, came from. I mean, if I didn't have the amount of confidence, even though I was, when I first started playing League, like there were so many players better than me, but I was just confident that I would eventually, through time, sheer practice, sheer will, sheer discipline. Because you had done it before. Because I've done it before. I've, I know how to get good at games. Right. So, you know, we've had this experience with other games. Now, there are some clients out there that have come from other gaming backgrounds, whether it's, you know, Street Fighters or Call of Duties or... Uh, even other MMOs or what am I... Other MOBAs like Dota. Those other yeah, or other MOBAs. Yeah. Now, for those people who who have had these other experiences, I would urge them to to take a second to reflect back on um, their experiences within those games. What were the times within those the you know the times where you played these other games to a relatively high level? Um, maybe there's a video that can connect you with what that. Maybe there's a montage. Maybe there's a certain like thing that you used to watch all the time, or maybe it's even a song that you used to listen to that kind of back then. Music's powerful. Music is a very yeah. powerful thing, right? Yeah. You had your your classic Dead Mail playlist. Dead Mail yeah, with Wow, yeah. With Wow, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I literally will think of that song, and I think about those nights where I was up at like eleven p.m. queuing up for our arena. And we're versing the same team. Like I literally have that memory so instilled when I listen to that one song. That's like the most fun times I've had in, in gaming. And, and the reason I, I think this is important is because I feel like it's a really good way of kind of connecting you back with that feeling of like where it all started. Mm. Because sometimes we forget that League at the end of the day is a hobby that we choose to do. And there's a reason we choose to play League of Legends. There's a reason in there's thousands of other games there's other hobbies outside of, we don't even have to be on the computer we could be doing all these other things you know but this is this is me this is what i do i love playing games to a high level no matter if i was a coach right now you know coaching here or or, or if i wasn't playing pro and it was simply a hobby i would probably still want to play to a relatively high level that's just my that's who i am that's who I am. I've played games from the young, from as young as I can remember. And I would love for other people to kind of think back on their experiences. Is there a difference between loving to play the game at a high level and just loving the game? Well, Nathan, I think you and I are very similar in the sense that we don't 
love League of Legends because of the characters and like the feeling of playing cool characters. At the end of the day, Nathan, we play League of Legends to beat other people. You wouldn't play League if it was a single player game. No, of course not. But the the I I mean I would say I love the game of League of Legends. The five versus five, the same map. It's like I I think it's both. I honestly think it's both. I mean. You know, you think about um, Last Dance. You talk about Michael Jordan, right? If he's literally said he would not be at where he was if he didn't love the game, because you can't go through the challenges. Like this is just you would just give up. You know, if you you gotta love it. At well, the, what's at interesting? Score. That's very different to. Uh, there's a famous, there's a popular tennis player. Is it Rafael Nadal or Roger Federer? Is one of them. They ha- they don't like tennis. They, is, uh, they literally quote, quote I, I, I don't like tennis, but this is my life, and now this is what I do. Which is super... I'm pretty sure it's Rafael Nadal. Might be, it's one of the top tennis players. I, I am on the firm. Quote, someone in the comments, I would love to, if they do, if are familiar with tennis. I know there is a famous tennis player that actively says they do not like the sport, but they have to play it because they've committed their entire life to it. Well, when I, when I do coaching with coaching clients, right? This is actually what I'm thinking about a bit. You know the way people talk about the game? Sometimes I just like stop the review and be like, the way you're talking about the game right now, I would hate the game the way you talk about the game. And you, like, do you agree with me that there's mm. no way you can improve at the game if you were to talk like that or you don't like love the game? Yeah, 100. I mean, I, I think, think that's more. Love the game. But, then, but then again, you've got to be. I think that's more relationship with the solo queue part of it, though. That's solo more your relationship so you with the solo queue. you think they might still love the game? Like, at the end of the day, look. Yes, I think there are some people that genuinely play because they love League of Legends. They love the the five v five. They love the the abilities and they they love certain champion and the concept of a MOBA. There yeah. are those players, but I think Nathan, for you, and like I, I and look, I might be wrong, but but I genuinely believe Nathan, if this game wasn't as competitive as it was and it didn't have this entire competitive landscape around it and people didn't take Solikyu that seriously, and it was more of like a casual game. I just we would have moved on. Yeah, but that's the nature of the game, Curtis. It is, it is the game. Like what you're describing there, it's like well, then that wouldn't be a game that I would love. Right. It's it, like like the the competitiveness is is okay. Let's okay. Is, let's, is this will be an interesting little thought little thought experiment. Then let's say the game of League of Legends was actually. Or it, we, let's say we are for some reason right developed some technology that made the game where it was actually. You know, five people on your team, but but it was you're versing AI, like advanced AI. So you're playing the same map, and like the game, it's some weird version of League of Legends where you're not actually versing someone else, you're versing a, a computer. But it's still competitive, right? You still got to like figure out ways to like win the game and stuff like that. But it's a super advanced AI. Would the game still be appealing, as appealing as it is to you? Still queuing up, there's still the MMR and the rank and winning games and trying to outsmart people. Or outsmart. It's it's not. It's not actually no outsmarting champions rather than a person. Then, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But that's not realistic. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think that again. I still believe in you, Nathan. I believe that you are, at the end of the day, based off your experience as well, and why you chose to do arenas. Yes, I get it. You want this the dojo. You want the same map where, you know, I want to dominate my. You you just want to dominate an opponent and beat an opponent, knowing that there is. There's nothing in the way. It's not. It's not like they have an advantage because it's on a specific map. It's not like they have like better gear or anything like that. It's more like it's an even playing field, and I get to beat someone else. Because otherwise, you would have went. I, I just. I just. I believe that your personality, Nathan. There's many of the same things that li- like the, the 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 character design and 
that whole thing, you could have got a very similar challenge out of WoW Dungeons. Where in WoW Dungeons, that's a very different type of challenge. It's still f- it's really hard, right, to do the the top dungeons, isn't it? In yeah, WoW, yeah. like it's still incredibly hard. Back in the day, it was yeah. And if you could, if you think about it, if you were more obsessed about the 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 game and like the the characters and all that shit, then in my mind, you would have just went down that rabbit hole. Well, that was like, why did you choose the PvP side of it rather? Because they're both challenges, right? Being really good at WoW dungeons and getting, being the top dungeon guild or whatever it is is. Very difficult. I don't know how it is. I don't play WoW, so I don't know on a, on a comparison of how hard it is to get good at PvP. But it would be very similar in a sense of a challenge, right? To be the top PvP guild to be versus the yeah, top PvE. Yeah, was, there was PvE. a aspect of it. I don't know. I can't explain. It's just not the same, though. Right. It's just not the same. I mean, I view, I mean, obviously, it's two different games, the PvE mm. and the, the right. arena. I mean, the, the ladder system. I mean, I would... I would I guess I maybe you are right. But the ladder system exists in the in the in the dungeons as well, doesn't it? Like, isn't it like a top? Like, it shows you the top guild or the top time in which they completed it or some shit. Isn't there some sort of system that shows you the best PvP guild, PVE guild? Sorry, dungeon I guild. Know, I don't know. I think there is. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, okay. All right. So maybe if there wasn't like the solo queue ladder in league is very important. Okay, like, what happens if you strip that away? Would we play it? It's just only normal games. That sounds... No, I can't. You wouldn't? No, so I the, wouldn't. No I way. Guess then, then maybe it's not... It's not the game. It's not the game. It's just not. It's the competitive... For, for, at least for me. I don't... Well, again... I think it's a combination. I, I really do. I mean, it's a great game. And then, yeah, it's like great that it's got the competitive aspect of it as well. The ladder system and, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Because I, I, the Guild Wars Two, that's the game that I played after World of Warcraft because I thought that would be a beast. Yeah, that game, I love that game as well. But that game died because there was no proper ranking. The rank system. system, yeah. So look, look, I think that yes, there are people out there that enjoy the game for the mob aspect or whatever. And then I think, look, maybe it's not as simple as black and white. They they only enjoy. There's probably some nuance there, right? There's some gray areas. They enjoy multiple aspects of it. But what I'm getting at here, Nathan, is that. Okay, let's just say we coach people that ha- League is their first proper game. Mm. This is this is this is the case. There are some people out there that haven't really played PC games all that often. They've had friends at school or wherever that said, well, "Look, we play this game. Would love for you to to have you on board." They boot up on their little laptops and League of Legends and they start playing. It's their first proper PC game. For those people, the experience of climbing in League of Legends my theory is that it's much, much harder. So you get one player that comes from a, a even if the game is completely different, even like a, even like, like you said, a, a, a WoW background or a uh, Counter-Strike background or whatever back, Fortnite background for all I care, it doesn't matter. Them picking up League for the first time and trying to climb through League of Legends comparative to someone else that has had zero competitive gaming background or high-level gaming background, they're at a huge disadvantage. Course, yeah. If you were to put them at the start, same starting line, that person with the experience will fly past that. They person. will fly past. And yeah. it's something that I don't really factor in, I guess. It's Why also, do you need to factor it in? Because, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe, okay. In a way, what you're doing when you're first 
climbing league, if you haven't had any gaming experience, is learning how to... It's more the feel of beating someone else. You're actually... You're not just learning the game of League of Legends. You're learning how to beat and be okay mentally with trying to... You're versing someone else. There's another person on the other side of that screen. And you can't deny that fact. You can hide it. You can maybe not focus on it. But it, it is there and it is going to be a thing. I mean, there is... There is that... I mean, that's why people come back to playing... Mm the game because there is very little feeling uh, better than like carrying a game of League of Legends and I guess watching the enemy team talk to each other and explode and say like, you know, jungle diff or something like that. Right, yeah. Like that's a very... uh, You don't find that in other games. No. Because it's so hard to win a game of League of Legends. It's very, very, very difficult. I mean, mean, this is a good topic because can we run Counter-Strike? How is it different from Counter-Strike? Well, the thing is, like, I was dwelling on this, you know, going down that rabbit hole when I was watching a montage. I was like, how... Well, the question I actually posed myself was, does... Was there an other version of toxicity in Counter-Strike? So, the way... The first question that got brought to mind was, Curtis, okay, given that there is this toxicity in League of Legends, and, and the way it manifests is through, you know, we see The people, nature of the game. The, like, yeah, the nature like, of the game. You're stuck in one game. It's not like Counter-Strike with eco rounds and all that sort of stuff. You can be strong and yeah. you can be instantly weak, but, even though they have a lead. But even, but even the psychology of, like, the players, surely there, there, there was toxicity, but it was, it was it manifested in differing ways. Mm. Um, I feel, I feel like the one thing Counter-Strike had that was probably even more toxic than League was that it became a very circle, like it was not how you play, it was who you know, way more than League. It was more like social hierarchy. Yeah, it was because there was no, the ladder system in Counter-Strike didn't really exist. I mean, it got outsourced, like third party, like, like things like, um, like back in the day, it was like GotGo and there was like the those pug systems and stuff like that. There was those. But like at the end of the day, it was kind of like who you know and then rocking up to lands. Yeah. But that actually became very toxic because everyone was talking behind your back and it was like social networking. You, you, you can't like... Like it's a great thing about League. And this is why mm. I love the game again. Mm. Is that you can have that. And this is how the way I did it. You literally just, just show. Ladder, you just show through the ladder. Show, and then you don't have to know anyone. And then instantly you yeah. bring value to someone else. Like, you know, I, I might not like you. Like, yeah. From the but it doesn't matter. Guess what? You can help me achieve my goal. Come join me. But also the thing with Counter-Strike that was very toxic is that there was always the question in the back of your mind was this, was this guy cheating? But in League, that doesn't happen no, doesn't whatsoever. Happen, no. But that was a huge, that was the biggest reason I quit Counter-Strike. Yeah. Because I just got told I was accused. a cheater. Yeah. I got accused. I couldn't play the game anymore. Yeah. So, um, if that didn't exist, I probably would have never moved the League. If there was no possible way, say Counter-Strike was like League, that it was impossible to cheat, Without getting detected, then and I would have a really good ladder system. And that really, I would have no. Even if the ladder system was poor, I still would have never yeah, moved to league. Yeah. I would have stayed because I could have proven that I was good just through pugs or whatever. Yeah. And I would have, I would have continued. I got weeded out of Counter Strike because they thought I was a cheater, and I couldn't. I was too young. I couldn't attend lands, so there was, they obviously they were going to deduce that I was a cheater. So anyway, what I was what I was thinking when I was kind of comparing games was that every game has toxicity but in a differing way and to differing extents like it exists like if i were to go back that was actually fucking toxic counter-strike was actually really toxic but in a different indirect way a very indirect way and going into the game not knowing whether someone was cheating or someone was genuinely better than you i don't think i could wrestle with that anymore 
I don't think nowadays, if I were to go into a game and not know if someone was cheating, I couldn't wrestle with that. There's no way. Yeah, that's 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 hard. messed up. Yeah, it is hard. That's messed up. Yeah. Imagine if that existed in league. Yeah, it just wouldn't. It's like what the hell? Imagine if they just like, did they know I was there? Like how that that even, would be very the fact that that's even the back, back of your, your mind. mind yeah, like that. it's like what if? I, I, that's actually something it's I, huge. Think, I take for granted in league is that yeah there's not really you can't really cheat you can't cheat in the game you just the, 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 unless I mean people get frustrated by stream sniping you know if there's a streamers and stuff that's like not that. even remotely close to what che- cheating could actually do you know yeah I mean that's one good thing about Riot but um sorry what was your initial question sorry I just detoured a little bit there the initial question was uh I think I asked why did you need to know people's Oh, backgrounds. their background. Yeah. So what I'm basically getting at, Nathan, is that, um, look, sometimes, Nathan, you know, when, when we coach, we know that some people have an immediate, like, there's a gameplay problem, like stage two type thing. They yeah. don't understand a concept or they haven't played enough or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. And then we know that people have stage three problems, whether it's a mindset problem or relationship with the game. You know, and when I'm trying to identify what that stage three problem might be, it could be as simple as, or another one that I have not yet considered is they just haven't climbed. They haven't actually been good at a video game before. They've never climbed or improved and taken a video game seriously before. In which maybe this, you know, maybe instead of being some crazy mindfuck problem where it's like, you know, their relationship, it's not even their relationship with Solo or anything like that. It's literally, they just do not have... They have never experienced it before, so their climb is going to be much, much slower. So in which my expectations of how fast or slow they should climb should be managed. And I need to give them that reality check in the sense yeah. you are going to be at a huge disadvantage. Mm. It is going to take you more time, mm. potentially. That that maybe will help them have a better relationship. With maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm helping them by giving them, say, look, you have never done this before. This is so new. It's kind of, in, in a way, Nathan, it's kind of like, or imagine, imagine this. Like I always thought... Um, if you were coming from, say, it's coming like from one traditional sport to another. So when Michael Jordan, for example, moved from basketball to like baseball and like he actually did pretty well, way, way he exceeded other people's expectations. And obviously, you know, Michael Jordan, he's a natural competitor. There's many things you could blame on him. But at the end of the day, he's gone through that process of like breaking down skills physically in a sport, drilling, knows what drilling is how drilling works mm. and the effect of drilling. And he knows how certain muscle groups will, will like he knows how to work on his body. So like the same concepts in a way flow on whether or not it's physically it's as well. Mentally, he kind of knows what to brace himself for. And I guess what I kind of took for granted and I still do even now, I don't talk about it enough is like, I just know what it feels like to completely annihilate an opponent. And I've always just, like I know how to break an opponent and I know how to not get complacent in a game. Like I know what that feels like. And I know because how you've gotten complacent in so many games and lost and you know that to not do it. Right? I know that as well, but just like as well, like I know how to comp- like, I'm not afraid of success. Okay. That's a better way to put it. I'm not afraid to do really mm. well on my climb mm. because I've done that before. Like, so for example, and one of my common problems in the Midland Academy is that people climb and they mm. get results and they start shitting themselves like, fuck, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I think I can actually get master now. And then, you know, they get master and then they start, they, they don't know how to wrestle with success in a way because they've never done that before. And that's, mm. they've exceeded their own expectations. Yeah. But for me, I mean, there isn't, the, the, the bar is, the sky's the limit for me because 
mentally, it's like I've been at a, at this high level before in another game before. I know what it feels like to achieve flow state in another game before. I know what it means to completely annihilate an opponent, and I know what it means to be perfect in certain elements of my play. Like, I'm not afraid with winning. I'm not afraid of success, in a way. And I feel you're the same. You're not afraid to do really well and climb because, I mean, think about it. Back in the day, in Season 3, when you got ranked 2 or whatever, at no point during that climb do you like, fuck, I'm actually doing pretty well here. Do I, I don't, I probably, I might not deserve this or, no. You just- no, from when I started playing, I was like, I, I, I quit your wars. I was the top of that game. I'm going to the, I'm just going to be the yeah, top. Yeah, it's just, it's just I, expected. I just knew. I just knew, so it's yeah. not like you ever sat there and like, oh my God, I'm climbing. Oh my God, like I, maybe I shouldn't climb anymore. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, everyone's, you know, it's going to get hard now. No, you tacitly understand, like I embrace the challenge. You're not afraid of success. And then literally just broke it down. Like, as you said, like the Michael Jordan switching from- Switching from basketball. I, I knew I had a bunch of new skills. Like, I mean, uh, in the documentary talked about, I remember there was a scene with Tim, Tim Grover and mm. we said- he had to change his body, his personal trainer for a baseball body. Cause exactly. Different body, body. Right. So that's the way I had to switch things up as well. You know, it's yeah. like now I'm playing a MOBA. It's about gold and efficiency and. Mm. Well, it's just, and look, uh, and I don't know where this is going to lead. Look, I don't know because at the end of the day, it's like, all. I, I think the key takeaway there for me is giving people the expectation rally. Cause again, they might see everyone around them. People jump in huge climbs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then they like, feel... how can this person? You know, it's like understanding other people's journeys. Like, like this guy, this, I think, is that person just smarter than me? Like these really toxic things that you can say to yourself when you. Yeah, why is it yeah. that this guy is able to climb from this rank to this rank, and then I'm not? I mean, this is just one. I mean, we've covered this in another episode, right? But it's just like another factor. What are your previous experiences with other games? And this all ties back. I felt and tying back to the initial thing I said, watching that montage, for me. It connected me with that mentality, that dominate mentality. That's what it did. It's like, holy shit. And, and I remember when I started, when I was watching those VOD, watching those replays and I went into solo queue, I think it was on the Thursday, I played fucking out of my mind. Like I was so ready to go in. And this is different to intensity. Now, this is the other thing I wanted to talk about here, Nathan. This is, I want to talk about like the, the, the will to like, play the game or, or, or I guess finding motivation to play the game. Now, a common question I get recently is like, um, or some people say they, they take breaks and they feel like I'm low motivation. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm playing anymore. Like, or whether it's like they're not connected with a goal. And what I found myself doing at times is like, I play now I, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm actively trying to think about my intensity. You know, I'm, am, am I autopiloting? How, how's, how am I mentally? And I'm like, I muster up as much, focus as i possibly can like i'm not alt tabbing i've removed everything i'm ready to go i'm, I'm using the loading screen I'm, yep. I'm thinking my win cons but there's still i'm capped like in terms of like I'm, I'm if i'm not in the right if i'm not connected with my goal or there isn't something like a, a, a like a, a compass pushing me in some direction i'm in a way i'm kind of capped to what i can achieve in that game and, and I, I don't know whether it's intensity or not and I don't even know how to articulate this, but I do know that when I watched those montages and I had that feeling, it was, it was like another dimension. It was like, it was like a hunt, you know, if I were to measure it, maybe it is just intensity, but because maybe I was capped out on 95% intensity. And then when I had this, I unlocked that last 5%. Once you watch that video, then you'll get that. Yeah. It, it gave me back this feeling of just like, holy shit. 
this is what it, this is why I love League of Legends. Yeah, it, it, I think you do need to be reminded. I think it's it was a reminder. Uh, yeah, I mean that key thing. Like, you've got to love the game, man. It's so important. Yeah. Like let's let's say we agree that the competitive of the game is the game, right? So yeah. You're just gonna love the game, love the sport. Oh, how do you? But other people connect with the different ways, and as well, you know, you know, we used to watch, you know, the, those um, those league. Remember those league videos on YouTube? Where it was like. It's kind of like a montage of all like the big plays at Worlds and shit. It was like it was dubbed with a with a speech. You remember that one? Yeah, the that's the oh, is that Al Pacino speech? speech. Like we used to watch that. Yeah, and I used to get super hyped. Yeah. Now people get hyped at differing things, you know. Whether it's some people really love like one trick montages, other people, um, you know, they like those Worlds montages. And all I'm getting at is, I think this entire thing made me realize there's another element to climbing league that i can't just create through just coaching looking at my loading screen and like thinking about wing cons yeah it's true you know there's yeah. something else there and i don't mm. know what, it's on the tip of my tongue but i don't know what it's, it is it's, it's intangible it's intangible yeah. yeah you can't measure it and yeah it's just there and i feel as though that is what can really get people across the edge sometimes, like across those tough times as well. Mm. Just connecting with why you're playing the game in the first place. It's very important. Yeah, you gotta love Like if you game. were to sit down and watch the the montage, the WoW one, what's that WoW like one? like Wreckful 3 yeah. the Snuts one. Um, so that gets you feeling them. in a certain way, right? Oh yeah, it's like, yeah, when I watch that, I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I literally watched those on repeat when I got three against the top 10 in queue. I'll yeah. watch those. And I'll fucking play out of my mind. I would be fascinated to see how this would affect your soul if you were to watch them. Now. Is your pregame ritual now? I sort of, I do it sometimes still. Still, right. So notice that's something you've done. Yeah. You might not even know what the effect is. You've just done that. That's part of your, that's part. I know what the effect is. That's why I do it. So how would you describe that? that? Is it, it's a feeling, is it not intensity? Is it, it's, it's like a. It is is intensity because you, you, the brain's ticking, you know, you're. Thinking about everything. It's like excitement in a way, though. Yeah, it's excitement. I think it's excitement. You're excited for the challenge. You love the the competition aspect. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to to articulate. It is. Um, Yeah, it'd be super interesting to see what other gamers we have in the BBC as well, from other games. High-level gamers from other games. Hmm. I know I've had a few StarCraft players in my Midland Academy. Yeah, well, I had um, Matt, who was a top level overwatch player and he played league and he got diamond for his first season and now he's mastered it instantly second season diamond for in one season in one season yeah he'll like, allow you one trick because i said that's not possible oh really i don't think it is possible. no it is possible if you're a former pro player i think in another game yeah for sure dude we did it. Well, he did it. <laughs> he did it in one but season. But allow one trick. Yeah, it's I mean, like... the way he did it. And then he played Carthus Jungle. And then he played Shivana. Uh... So, like, the way... No, but he did it his way. Yeah, though. he did it his way. Yeah. You know? like, like, that's the way he broke it down. Like, he, I like... feel like that fucks you, though, if you do that. It did. It has. It, it has, right? Where is he now? Uh, now he struggles in D2D1. Yeah. Like, he... a part of me feels like those people who climb really fast to one rank, they would have been better off being lower elo, doing it the right way. Like, that would be better off in the long yeah, run. Yeah, because then you don't have all those invisible... Yeah, you're just off. so fucked. It's like, oh... I mean, it, it's true. That's what happened to me, right? Yeah. Like, when I got I got to challenge the top of Challenger a certain way in season three, four, five, mm. and when I came back to the game... Your expectations are so high. 
uh, it fucked me. But also the way I play, like I had to learn how to play yeah. damage champions. Remember, remember when I first started playing again after like my three year break, I was struggling in platinum. I was literally struggling in platinum from a challenger player in season. I actually, five, I actually said nine. no to coaching someone recently. Um, he sent me a, a message. This guy said, um, he sent me his OBGG. And he said, I'm new to league. I got diamond one season. Oh my right? God. And yeah. he said, Zerath one trick. Yeah. In, 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 he got yeah. to D4 playing Zerath only, right? Really good win rate. Now, the first thing I said was, this is highly unlikely. I probably call bullshit. I don't think this is really? even possible. Yeah. Um, because it has like so many, it's so few games. Like it, it was, a, it was, it was obviously his account, but like it didn't have many games, which suggests that he's only playing for the win rate, and like he hasn't truly embraced. Interesting. Yeah. So Matt didn't play for win rate. He just, right. He just he played a lot. Of just push it. Okay. So this guy only had like 180 games or, or 200 games total, right? Yeah. And, and and maybe he played a lot of normal games up until that point. I, d- I don't know exactly, but he climbed all the way to D4 with Zerath, and whether he's a natural gamer playing from uh, played from another game, I don't know. But I said to him, I can't help you. I cannot help you. Because the reason being, what's ex- what's going to happen is that he's so he doesn't play enough of the game. As soon as you start grinding, you're gonna drop naturally because your MMR is really inflated. You're gonna drop naturally a little mm. bit, and as we start to get into the details and expand your pool, you're gonna drop all the way down to probably platinum four, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna compl- then you're actually gonna have a, you're gonna mentally explode. Isn't and then you're going to quit the program. Isn't that your job to give no, them No, my job, no, my job is to tell them to do that, then come back to me later okay. when you've actually done three <laughs> blocks, you've played the game and you're ready to learn. He's yeah, not ready to learn that's yet. That's true. He's actually yeah. not ready to, he hasn't yeah. realized that League is not a game where you play 200 games and get to a rank. No. It's a game of... Because you're naturally talented. No. That's, yeah, he hasn't, yeah. he, he, it, no matter what I say to that guy, he won't improve. It's true. That's he, a and I'll actually, I'll actually hurt him. It won't even be worth his time. So, I, so what I said to him, I said, "Come back to me when you've got um, 500 games played, and then then we can we can work work something out." But he's like, "Oh yeah," and then he had like a 10 game, and he had like an eight game loss streak. Said, oh, "I'm just going to quit league." <laughs> like, Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah literally. He just predicted it. He just yeah. predicted it. It's yeah, it's true. They just I, don't. I, well, actually, because in my, my requirements for Soul Two Goddess, you have to play jungle for at least one season. Oh, that's great. That's what I have. Fair enough. I don't have that. Because I don't want yeah. the people that are instantly switching thinking it's a fix. I'm now in a jungle. Yeah. Because no, it's not. Because then I know that there's people that are going to quit. Just roll swap or quit the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't even let... I, this guy, when he said that to me, old me would have said, oh yeah, I can maybe help you. But now I see them so far away that I can't... I just can't help them. I'm I had a game limit time. as well for Soul 2 as well. I remember. I think it was at least... I used to have it. Right. It was like something like 15 games a yeah. week or 20 games a week. You need a certain amount of games, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know... Because I don't want to waste my time and their time, you know? Yep. 100%. What else did you want to cover today, man? Um, I had lots of things to actually go from this. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, like, I want to touch, yeah, just the love of the game. Like, I, it's really important, man. Like, I literally, you cannot climb mm. unless you love the game. Like, that, I have a dead set. No matter what Raphael or Adele would ever say, mm. I swear to God they love the game. They're just lying to themselves. They're trying to do, like, a nice little headline, right? You've got to love the game, dude, because you're going to quit, man. You can't... It's so important, man. So what do you mean by love the game? Like, just you just love, love the, game. the game. I mean, there's so many things about League you, you, it's very easy to not love, but overall... But that's not how I would describe... I mean, I do lo- love League of Legends, I guess. 
Like I'm just trying to think of it in my, in my own. In my like it's a great game, Curtis. It's the best game. Yep, it's the best we, game. We, we we say to ourselves, it's the best game ever made. But is it is it because you love the no? But okay, so you're saying that if you don't love the game holistically, yeah, everything about it, the competitive system, ranking everything, like fuck the AI. I I, I hate the rank system at the moment. Why? But I have to. I have no choice. What? What are you gonna like I think it's it? it's fucked. Is that because of the whole D one? No, the whole D1? order fill is. I think the system is completely shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's again. But there's I don't love aspects. the rank system at all. But I love the game. I love the. I love the. I love the concept of League of Legends and the way the way the, the the actual game plays out, but I hate the rank system. I think the rank system actually makes no fucking sense. No, Curtis. That's an exaggeration. You, it doesn't. You, you, like, you don't like that certain part of it, but you, the, Curtis, the ranking system, the ELO system, is a very good system. I like, I like the are idea you, of it, you, but the execution of it doesn't make sense. Wait, so you're trying to tell me, Curtis, so let, let's just say the purpose of the rank system mm. is to put people at the level of their skill. You think the rank system doesn't do that correctly? At the higher levels, ah, but it's it's way more complicated than that, Nathan. No, it's not. It's not. It is because dodging exists and autofill exists. Yeah, but you're you're, you're taking little at the top. At it. Okay, for the most part, yes. There you go. But not for the top end, which is what I what I play in. Okay, so so hear me on this one. So like, so you're telling me the top ten players on this server shouldn't be top ten. Um. Come on, Gus. For a long time, yes, the bad genius guy was top ten, and that guy's atrocious. <laughs> he was just trying to call out. He's not that bad. He was not top ten worthy. Curtis, Curtis. Let's just think about other. Okay, let, 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 okay. Let's just say. Let's just say like this: the system could be a lot smoother in terms of identifying the real, the best players. Okay, let's just let's just say. Let's say. Um, This is what what I've always wanted to happen. I always wanted to happen where you actually don't see your teammates. You can't swap. Yeah. So you literally can't even talk to your teammates. Yeah. So you don't even see just purely communicate through pings. No, no, no. Let's go champs. Let's go straight up to the champ select. Yeah. Right. Let's just say there is. You don't even see any names. You don't see yeah, anyone. That should be implemented. There is yeah. no. There is no dodging, and there is. You only ever get your role. Okay. Let's say that. So you only ever get your role. Mm. You don't see the names of anyone in your champs. You mm. don't see anything else. Mm. And you only see the cha- the bands and you only see n- not the champions only. If there was no swapping, no communicating, no names, you can't search jack shit, nothing. And you always got your one you always got your main role. That would be beautiful solo queue. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a bit of a dystopian future, guys, because the queue times would be unbelievable. Okay, even I, I, you know what? I would even go to the extent to say you can even just you'll guarantee your your first two roles, your mid and your secondary. Yeah, that's that's fine. it. Yeah, but no, the the the, the reason Nathan it's messy is because like I I just don't get okay from a straight competitive integrity standpoint, the fact that like I can queue up mm. and then like. People swap around. They do three-way yeah, swaps, no, and then you get like the higher elo player yeah, on that account, yeah. and then and then you've got someone going. You know, this off roll never played the game that champ before, but then they can't dodge because there's only two dodgers. Like that, that whole thing's a fucking shit show. It is, yeah. You yeah, can't. Yeah, well, no, I genuinely dislike that. Yes, I agree. But overall, the rank system it does a good job. Because have you ever reviewed someone in MLA that said this person shouldn't be at this rank? 
No, yeah. They're always okay, at the so, rank they so are. we can agree that it's a good system. But overall. not in Challenger. Okay, not that I don't. Right. I okay. disagree with Challenger. Okay, sure. For but the most again, part, yes. I, I keep, will keep throwing at you. I mean, I'm not confused or scratching my head why I'm like rank 100 and not top 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not like blaming the system for it. No, I'm not saying you can't climb through the system. Yeah. Right? I'm like, you can obviously play enough games such that you can get to the rank that you feel as though best represents your level of play. Mm. I can definitely see that. Mm. But why is it that you have to, have to play that many games to identify where you're at rather than it could be way more streamlined? Why do I have to play all these, you know, you have to play all the games off or autofill or you have to three-way swap every second game? Most of my games where I get support, I have to beg for support. I don't even get support secondary. I have to really? like ask someone else to get support. What, do you, what role are you getting? Let's get these random roles like top, top or jungle or something like that. You know, it's like, it's, just, sure it's just coin flip. Exaggeration. It's not every second game. Well, no. for my secondary role, yes. But not for, I get, I get mid most of my games but when yeah, I get my secondary role. But, you got to think about it. But what, the, the point, we're getting, we're getting off track. I don't, I dislike the solo queue system and, but I love the game. Okay. So well, what I'm saying is what, what, what I'm getting at, it's not as simple as I love every aspect of the game. I yeah, thoroughly I I dislike the yeah. solo queue system. Yeah. I think it doesn't make sense from a competitive integrity standpoint. Yes, it doesn't really lie. Like the system works, but it's still a huge fuck around for no reason when it doesn't have to be a huge fuck around. Well, I think, so So you're saying Riot's that incompetent. They oh, just, right, right. I mean, I'm pissed off at Riot. I'm yeah. genuinely pissed off yeah, at Riot. Yeah, there's definitely some aspects of it, especially the disregard for high yellow. But, no, um, no, the, 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 straight, the, the straight ignorance, if you actually read the, the rules, there's a, little, there's a little document. If you actually go, to this, go into the rank tab, there's actually a little, it's like an FAQ. You click on the FAQ, right? It takes you a little page. You scroll down to FAQ and it, and it goes about, like, mm. it talks it through how autofill works and how, like, mm. secondary role and how that bullshit works. So you go to autofill, go, go to there, and it says, we expect each player to be able to play every role it literally says that. It will literally state, we, we expect each player to be able to play every role. At what level? This is what it says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it says, we yeah. expect each player to be able to play every role. Yeah. Um, so, and you're going to, it says you're going to get autofilled. That's the way it works. That's the way the system works. Um, so the fact that, that says to me that they've lost complete touch yeah, with true. what the rank solo system is there yeah, do you to know do. How hard it is, how much time you have to spend to get good at a role, or you're going to just spend all okay, that time. Okay, now I wouldn't roles. give a fuck if that was the case. If there was, if you guaranteed that the autofills were on the the same roles were autofilled on both teams, hmm. but that's just not the case. And you couldn't swap. Yes, if I if if you got autofilled, even if autofill existed, but you couldn't swap and you were stuck and you couldn't dodge, that would be genuinely fair. But the fact that like you got people that you know you're always swapping and trying to get it's just coin flip. Who just happens to be how many people can play two roles? That's that's the thing that aggravates me. I don't even care about the one tricks. If if they wanted the one tricks and everyone to be a happy chappy little society, it's it's actually not that hard. It really isn't. Yes, the queue times will be a little bit longer, but everyone's everyone the, the queue times would actually be the same length because everyone fucking dodges 24 7 anyway yeah so it actually would even out anyway yeah. so i could understand that up until platinum four or even like mid platinum if you wanted to have that that rule in where autofill exists because everyone you should be able to play every role to like a platform level you know that's that's reasonable but then above that it's like what do you want the solo queue experience to be that's what i just don't get so that, 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 to me, says they've lost touch. 
they've completely lost touch. And you know what? You know, like, at the end of the day, it's all because the client is shit, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah, it's definitely... It's all because the client is completely cooked and they actually can't change the system. Potentially, yeah. I, I I swear to God, I, I swear to God, they 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 could. Okay, so if you get enough money, you can figure it out. I'm sure. Well, I saw something, yeah, on Twitter from a rider saying how we wanted to do this, but the it said something about the clients. Yeah, the, the client is not capable of doing this. It's like made on old code or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like I get heated about this because I again the rank system matters a lot. It does. It matters I mean, a fuck. Maybe there is a lot of issues, but I mean the way that I view it, you just got to take the good with the bad, Curtis. You know. I agree, but I, it doesn't mean I don't have to be. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pissed about it. Yeah, because it's in my mind, it's, it's just a no-brainer. It is to fix in the top, 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 top end is so important because it trickles down. It's right? a trickle-down effect. Because then that that helps people take solitude more seriously. I mean, this, the no, the, the the okay. If I'm going to give props to Ride, the one good decision that they've done is the removing of Duo and Challenger. Yeah, that's great. Is a master possible? Well? Master pass, yeah. That's amazing. That was the best. Deci- that's the best decision from Ride I've seen in an incredibly long time. That was beautiful. Um, cause that was actually listening. That was like, that was somewhat listening. Yeah. Um, now it's just a matter of just, I mean, the, the, the solutions are not that hard. You don't have to be a very sophisticated thinker to think about that. <laughs> I really don't. Well, there's probably lots of, and plus the other thing, if you're master tier plus like you're, they've, you've played the game a shit ton anyway, like you're playing the game a lot anyway as well. So the queue times can't really be long. And if you, if you put a decay on it, you could force people to play a lot. Yeah, you could. That's an it's, easy fix. Again, there's yeah. really easy solutions here. Yeah, it's like you can't be... You can't yeah, be muscle I mean, plus unless there's like a really fast yeah, decay. I, I think that the that's too lenient right now. The 10 days, like... Yeah, it should even be less than that. It should be way less than that. So I think it's... I mean, look, this is why. I mean, I, look, we can go on this for hours and I don't think that's the point of this podcast. No. But but what I'm saying is that I genuinely dislike that part of the solo queue. Okay. I can I can, I can understand that. Yeah. So yeah, you probably do get the same... You, you do get the same results over a bulk amount of time. But it doesn't need to be that painful. It doesn't need to be that much of a painful experience. Why do they want to make the, the solo queue that painful to play? I don't think they, that's their intention. Again, maybe they're just limited capability-wise. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it, may, it makes me just think as well. It's like, just 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 play the game. If you just play solo queue, anyone right, just play solo queue. Just test the fucking game, you know? You, <laughs> you make the game, test the game. <laughs> well, Curtis, you can't expect a developer. Is it, I don't think there is such thing as a developer that's high yellow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought they hired them on purpose, though. I thought that was what they did to test the test off. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Have you heard of any? I don't know. Because those people wouldn't be getting <laughs> high level players. Wouldn't be, you know, they're, they're just kids, man. But again, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge company. It's like making changes would yeah, just right. be There's also bureaucracy. There's so much bureaucracy, yeah. it, it'd be unbelievable. Um, it just gets me riled up. It really does. It just makes me think how beautiful the game could be. Yes, I think it could be. Oh, Curtis, you, I want you to see you, Curtis. Let's get that petition going. Curtis for Riot Games. It's not going to do 2025. <laughs> 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 oh, it's like the president. People are like trying to vote you into a petition to get employed by Riot yeah. Games. Have you heard all that stuff where people, all these content creators are quitting and stuff? Yeah. In my opinion, those people are good riddance. Have you seen like the, the, the people that are complaining about like Riot being like a... Like a a bad game or like a dying game. Yeah. Have you seen the content that they're making? No, I haven't. So it's, it's hilarious. Like, so there was, a, there was a thing, a discussion on my Discord about mm-hmm. um, 
some of these like old school NA content creators and they were saying how like all the content ideas have been used. They were complaining about like, you know, saying all this stuff like people just keep, we just, we have no ideas anymore and like it's all the same thing. And you look at their their content, it's just the same like thing smurfing in gold and shit. It's just the same terrible content. There's so yes. much lazy content. Yes. Let's be real. The reason they do that is because they don't get the numbers that they used to get. So they yeah. just complain about something. Yeah, because it's back in the day, you could make lazy content and get away with it. But yeah. now, like, in order to be good in YouTube and stuff like that and streaming, you've got to have something that's unique. Mm. But you can't just be the... Back then, you could just make anything. Mm. The average old highlight channel got so many views back then. Curtis, people just love to complain. They, just they do. Voice out, especially platforms like Twitter. I mean, I love to complain, dude. I'm complaining right now. Yeah, you're a complainer, dude. Yeah, because... Actually, speaking of you complaining, Curtis... Um, I had, um, um, one of my soul two members, his friend like plays mid, right? Yeah. And then, um, he was like, he's like a mage player Yeah. and he's like trying to like, you know, tell people why the game sucks and stuff because mages aren't in. And then it's like, he, he used your tweet as ammunition. I knew that was going to happen. You know, but like, that was, he, that was old. Yeah. Mages are good as now. Yeah. Well, there you go. But he was still saying that now. Yeah. You know? I knew that was going to happen. So I knew that was going to happen. You got to stop giving people ammunition. Your little rant about solo queue. Now you have people, so many ammunition to hate the game. Now. It's true. I, it's, it's, I mean, people are going to just copy paste this everywhere. Now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, I mean, what do you say? Just be quiet and just accept that. No, I think you should. Have I mean, at that point say. in time, it was ridiculous. At that point in time, you couldn't play a single. It was it was unbelievable. Yes, I know, Curtis. But now I, it's I all agree. majors dominating the meta. I agree, but it's you, changed. You're giving people ammunition from your tweets. Your That's complaint. true. Maybe I need to add a little caveat, like a little asterisk. You know, like <laughs> I a little, love the game. It's like you got to do under the. Yes, yes. This is not to apply to anyone below X. No, rank it or should something. be. I still love the game. PS is no, I don't think so. Are that you wouldn't serious? change. It wouldn't change anything. No, you would have to say, like, because at the end of the day, the stuff about meta and, you know, yeah. dodging and all that stuff doesn't really apply. Yes, to lower ELO. It yeah, doesn't, no, it so doesn't. You know, so you need to remind people. Yes, that's right. So that that friend of his is like platinum or something. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Ammunition. It does not matter. So, yeah, to maybe there is a... a uh, Let me add a little caveat. It's like a disclaimer. Yeah. 100%. Got to be careful, Curtis. Yep. So the other thing as well is that I've noticed um because I'm like back to like trying to actually climb because mm. I, I I didn't like because I took a break doing my diner garden all sort of stuff mm. for like you know a month or two yeah and it just made me realize again how difficult it is to climb in to what sense improve, and just improve at the game just like all the bullshit narratives you got to break down for yourself so you're at a plateau no no I'm, I'm going good I'm all good but it's difficult you know mm, it's, it's really like, hard. hard it's really hard it's hard <laughs> so what's what have you been struggling with. Just like these games where I just make this one decision that like, you know, it just changes the game. And it's like, if I was just a better player or like I was thinking about that a little bit more, mm. you know, it's like, there's like these, these fine edges, these things, you know, that I do. It's like little things. When I was playing against you and Kian, it's like, I fuck up that skirmish, you know, it's like, come on, you know, mm. it's hard, man. There's so much that can go wrong in a game. There's a know? lot that can go wrong. But then again, again, I don't... I feel like the enemy, whenever I, when I hear you talk about the game, Nathan, I always feel as though the enemy is playing perfect. Like you don't need, you don't need to play perfect yeah. League of Legends to win a game. No, no, I'm not, no, but I'm saying like, I mean like. Yeah, it's good to have those expectations, but like at the end of the day, dude, no one. I agree. And that's. Who are I mean. you versing? Like. No, no, no. <laughs> how are you. No, no, but I'm saying like, I mean like I, I went down to like 300 LP, right? Yeah. And now I'm at like 520, right? Yeah. 
but like that process, like, you know, it's all good. Like, you know, I'm winning those games right. and people aren't playing perfectly. But yeah. Like, like some of the games, like, I, like right now, like I could theoretically be an extra 150 LP if I just did one decision mm. differently in a bunch of, just a couple of games. Yeah. Remember when you lose a game, it's minus 40 LP. Yeah. You know, because it's you got to make up you for that. Make up yep. for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like that whole thing is brutal. Like coming yeah. to terms with those losses. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, like we said this earlier on today off camera, we're talking about how being okay with losses is one of the most, it's like so easy to say, but it's hard to do in reality. It is very difficult. It's right? very difficult to do. It's easy for us to sit here and be like, just be okay with losing games. You know, it's part of the process, blah, 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 blah. But it's shit. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to lose a game. It's hard. Being able to say no. So, okay, I just, I don't want, I shouldn't queue up again and play this other game. But in a way, I've actually found myself playing better when I get pissed off recently. Yeah, me too. I, I play I, better I the next game. You know that game, that Cassidy and Fizz game mm. where I was pissed off you playing Fizz? The yeah. next game, I played beautifully. Yeah, dude. I played really well. I played an insane bard game after my one. I was so pissed off, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I mean, because no, you know why, Curtis? Because your your idea of fizzing the cast and that destroys my narrative. Because I've won so many games, and I've done so many reviews from it. So you you might be right, and I agree. I lost us that game for not ganking mid there, but like that breaks down. Yeah, but your 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 response was ridiculous, dude. All my my Discord was saying, "Don't talk to Nathan. He has a mental block <laughs> for his cast, and nothing you will say will change yeah, his mind." I, that's what I went into the disclaimer saying, Curtis, I because it will break my. So, do you have any other mental blocks with champions? Yeah, so it's casted and into Fizz and Katarina specifically. Okay, Fizz is a hard counter to Katarina. You know that, right? No, no, sorry, no. Kassadin into Katarina. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's understandable. Is that understandable? Oh, thank God, at least. We're I mean, because Katarina only has one window. Yeah, it's like. But again, okay, so like you, this is what I've noticed with you, Nathan. You completely underestimate the the weaknesses of a champion, certain champions. Like, so for Kassanen, right? Where me and you differ, dude, I couldn't care less about a farm. No matter what champion I'm playing, there are mm. certain games where I just couldn't give a shit. Because mm. the rest of the reason, until you play Kassanen, you don't know what it feels like. Think about this. You're a melee champion, dog shit range. Imagine playing a champion that has to riff walk in. You have to go into melee range yeah, to kill people. Yeah, now, if you don't one-shot someone, yeah. what happens? You pop Zonyas, dude, and then you can run away. And t- Great. That's two <laughs> items, man. That's a <laughs> fucking long time. So, yes, once you get two items, you're probably level 13 or something. Sure. I, agree. I mean, I now, fundamentally, Cassidy's not a good champion. Nathan. And I get pissed off when he sometimes he's it's on my not, team. It's... Cassidy games, it's nothing to do with the mid-matchup. You do realize that. So something you've got to understand about Cassidy, it's about how fights are going to play out. Now, there are some games that are good for Cassidy when it's multi-threat, when mm. there's multiple champions that can dive in and create chaos where he's not only getting targeted. But most of the time when Cassidy is played, he's just going to go in and he's he, you just, either he, when he goes in, he just does very little damage. He just gets one shot or he can't go in at all. Mm. Now imagine being a um, imagine being a, a, a Cassidy when you're versing a strong Zin Zhao, and then what was our top laner? I think it was like a Mundo or some shit. We had like a, a tanky top laner. Yeah, it was Mundo versus Shenna. Yeah, yeah. The way I envision it is, um, if we have a strong Zin Zhao, a strong Mundo, um, and there's no target for Cassidy to one shot, what do you do in a fight? You Cassidy, you're just gonna get. You just do nothing. You're not going to be able to go in. Cassidy is great when he can one shot, go in and then burst someone. Or there's multi people diving in and it becomes a shit show. 
And that's the same for a lot of champions. There are some games like Akali's a great one. Akali can either 1v9 or it can just be one of the most useless champions in the game. Yeah. So like, you, I get how you would feel that way with Kassadin. It can be, there's those games where it will be unbeatable. But that's a one in, that's one in 10. That's a one in 10 game. Probably, and then I put too much weight on that one. Yeah, because that one will be painful as fuck because there is no counterplay. Because those I good play so games, well and then I still lose. Yeah, you'll still lose those yeah. games. There are the no counterplay games. I mean, those ones are tilting. There were no counterplay casting games. It's like Vlad. There were no counterplay Vlad games. Vlad will just 1v9. Um, no counterplay cat games. They, they, exist. they exist. Those champions specifically, they're yeah. feast or famine. Yeah. There is no in-between. Kale. Kale's <laughs> another one. They're feast or famine. <laughs> God, it's like when we play these chairs. I know. Like, Kale, for example, the game I versed you, right? Kale did nothing to contribute to the win no. of the game, but you just, the game just gets stalled out. You win. Yeah, yeah, That's a way of winning League of Legends, right? Yeah. It's but it's a shitty way to win the game. Yeah. Because you're not, you don't, you're not in control. You're just praying that the game, the enemy fuck up. Hey, that only gets you so far. Yeah. Right? That's, those people are just, and that's why a lot of those people that play those champions, again, get stuck in D1. Or low master. Yeah. Very hard to get master and above with those champions. So, like, I get where you're coming from, but, like, at the end of the day, you got to address your champ block issues by learning more about them. Focus study them. On, on weaknesses. What are their weaknesses? I always say that, you know, I, I get people... With I don't, I don't think it's that at all. I think I, I think I know everything about the weaknesses and strengths of champions. Right. It's just, like, I... I, I think that's what it is. I put too much weight on those champs, where I, on those games where I have zero control just to auto loss. And I should just be okay with those. So you're not okay, right? With just, yeah, accepting it. Because that was an auto-lose regardless of the champ that I was playing that game. But you couldn't under... You couldn't no, re- no, you couldn't... That's, no, it's different. No, that game, I lost us the game. That's not an auto-lose. Right, but in my issues anyway, for me, that was an auto-lose. Yeah, that's an auto-lose. I couldn't do you. anything. Any... That's right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I should have pinged you mid, though. Yeah, that's what the, the other That's thing, what I should have done. That's the other thing I was pissed off about. It's like, you yeah. know how important it is here. Why are you not pinging me mid? Yeah, I, I, and that was my bad. That was my bad. I should have pinged to come mid. But then I, I just saw you, you know, doing some weird vertical clear. <laughs> I just got thrown off like, fuck, I don't know what he's doing. No, dude. But yeah, you I should have ignored take that. Take control, dude. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that was my bad. It's not your responsibility. Um. But yeah, dude, I was, I was confused. I was like, what the hell, dude? What's going on with you? <laughs> You just lost the plot. I did lose the plot, yeah. Because, um, like, dude, I, with you as well, I think you might have left your climb too late. Potentially. It's, well, it's brutal to climb at the moment. That's why I'm busting my ball. It's really hard. We'll see how we go. It'll be it'll be tough. It'll be a close call. Yeah. I think you've got, what, like two more months? Yeah. You've got, like, 60 days or something? I mean, again, I've gained 150, 200 LP in, um, in two weeks, so... And I, I don't really see problems right now. You know, it's like I just polish up a couple of things mm. and I should be okay. I should at least be getting 700, 800 LP. In the the next... cutoff will be, I reckon, around 900. It'll be 900, yeah. 900 mm. will be a cutoff. It's crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I've just really come to terms. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, I don't like to think about it that way. At the end of the day, if I become a like one of the best jungles on the server, I am just going to be that, that rank. Yeah, you will. Like, that's just it. You know what I mean? It's not about the It'll LP. It'll just take games. a lot of games, but you'll get there. Oh, yeah. yeah I also did that challenge. The no look. The no look. Yeah. For I how many games? For two, three days. And fuck, it's so hard because you relapse because you're, if you check out, you're thinking about something else, you auto click the next right. screen and you can't close it quite fast enough. Mm. Right. And I kept relapsing and now I just do it now. Fuck. It's did it work? Did it, did it work temporarily? Did yeah. you get any results over the two, th- well, three I days? Well, I mean, it's too hard to look at. I mean, I was playing very well, but I sort of had an idea of my LP anyway because it's just you could just track the wins mm. and losses in your mind. 
it's it's goddamn it's a hard challenge man right it's hard to not track it like in your mind as well i mean i like you'd have to like get lost in it mm. i almost got lost i almost got lost i had no idea like i was like in the ballpark mm. but then I, I i relapsed and i i accidentally clicked the next screen right because it's just all your autopilot move is to do that yeah, it's, it's that, that's interesting. I feel like as well, Riot, I think they added something new. And I don't remember what it was, but they, they, they're making it really difficult to do it. I feel like there's something that... But I saw something there, like 100%. If they remove mm. looking at LP, yeah. like imagine if you could only check your LP like once a week or something. You had to like enter in like Blue Essence or something for it. Yeah, it'd be insane. That would, the game would be so different, dude. Like, like I could feel it like happening after, after three days. Like, I was like... Dude, you're just playing the game with League of Legends. It actually made me I imagine the if game, it was like Counter Strike more. Yeah, because you don't know. Go. If it's CSGO, you just play. You don't know when you're going to promote or demote. Yeah, and then randomly, like you'll get promoted. There's like, oh, definitely fuck yeah. something there, dude. I, I I think there's that could change the game. No, but they so would never do that. They would never yeah, do that. No, they wouldn't. Because no. again, it, it makes it in a way more. It's just too friendly. They, <laughs> I mean, Riot want to make this whole experience as miserable as possible. <laughs> that they set, they, they've got a mission to do that. They're doing a fucking good job. No, because no, then people don't get to a high level, and then so so they're trying to like push people down so they can play the game more and buy more skins, get addicted. They they do a great job get of it, making it miserable. People getting addicted to the LP gains and losses. <laughs> they're just addicted. People just injecting LP. Yes, and just injecting it like a like an addict, man. Yeah, I I, I definitely would love to do that. But I don't know. I don't really get affected by LP, honestly. I really no, don't. No, you think that, but dude, like, like, no, it, it's there's something that's going on, man. There, like, when you when you start not like, mm. looking at the LP at all, like, trust me, man. I, I had a. It. Oh, by the way, I had a real. Um, I had my first counter game on my main, and I fucking popped off, and I actually like rose to the challenge, and I played way better than even it did on my Smurf. Smurf yeah, because I just rose. I don't know. I just fuck. I just took control and like. It's like, it just shows to me that I, I do have a huge mental block with playing on a Smurf. I do. Yeah, you're stuffed on Smurf. I, I am too. terrible. I can't get, I can't engage. It's a fucking excuse. And, and I've noticed, <laughs> and I know I'm aware of it. But, and, and just pray, I play this insanely high level Kiana game that I've, I haven't, haven't played a single guide worthy game. A guy that, a, a game that I could show all the games. After 50 games. No, I'm, I'm at, I'm at like 70. 70 games and nearly 80 games you've not one game not there's not one game where i'm like this would be a, a clean start to finish game oh, okay. where i could like show everything like you have aspects of other yeah games. there's obviously aspects yeah. yeah but like there's not like a start to finish but the, the one game i play in my main that's like genuinely solid start to finish, start to finish wow. every move with intention beautiful early game translational leads into a literally hard carry um really really hard game to win and um just what are the chances? That one game out of the 76, you know, that happens to be on my And main. you're playing on a thousand LP. And right? I'm playing on it versus a way, way better opponent. Yeah. Just makes no fucking sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. There's something going on there. There's something going on there. And it just shows, Nathan, you know, the fact that we have mental blocks. Based what off else it, does everyone else have? Yeah, yeah holy it, shit, it, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's what I say. It's brutal, dude. Climbing is brutal, man. It's hard, hard work. That's why you have to love the game. I don't know. I'm bouncing back onto you, though, I, I'm, I just don't. No, but Curtis, what do you I'm mean by that? I don't know what it means. Fun. It's just fun, man. It's just fun. The whole thing, the whole experience, even losing, dude. You're going to make it all fun, dude. Yeah, but I get, again, but like, I don't think you need to love every aspect. I agree. Because yeah, I, I tell people it's going to be miserable. That's what I tell people. Really? That's what you tell yeah. me? Yeah. 
it's gonna suck. Can't, you can't. I mean, you've gonna. It's gonna, gonna suck gonna, at some point, dude. Like, I just don't like. Embrace that. the suck. We say that. Yeah, but you're making it fun, don't you? Yeah, you can love. You can love something. Okay, if you love something, right? Okay, let's say. Okay, let's even take a relationship with your with your parents. Yeah, you love your parents, but like, there's hard times. There's hard times. Yeah, but you, overall, you love your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. I, that's the same thing that I'm saying. Right. It's like an no. underlying yes. love there, Correct. but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that it's going to be happy sunshine and rainbows twenty four seven. That's right? not what I'm trying to say. Is that what yeah. you think I'm trying to say? No. Yeah, because I don't. Because I just lose. Tra- I mean, maybe it's like I guess in the back of my mind running there, but I don't think that I love the game. Crazy, I guess you're just a negative Nancy, dude. I, I recently, dude. I'm, dude. I'm just. Yeah, I. I the whole thing. The I am probably tying back to that right thing but it has pissed me off it Stop really fucking pissed Twitter me off people quitting all the content i don't really give stuff. a shit about that i couldn't care less about that i just i just i did i guess buy into the fact that riot have been putting more attention to valorant Is and because right? it does make sense why what do you mean what's well like on separate teams no but like they've put more i mean when league was their main game i feel like they were doing more how's league not their main game it's the biggest game in the world well, just sh- there was proof that they're shifting less attention towards solo queue and towards league comparatively. Like, for example, there was like an event, and like the- they did like all this crazy shit for like Valorant, but like league, they barely did anything. I think it was like Easter or some shit. I don't know. Um, like little things, which kind of suggest that Riot are putting more emphasis on Valorant. Which look at the end of the day, they- they're going to right. It's a new game, and they want to build it up. Maybe because they see league is already like sustainable, matured. matured. It's like one of their, you know, it's not going away. But like at the end of the day. I mean, okay, look, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. The last thing I will point out, Nathan, is that like, a part of me feels like we have a, we have an obligation to, I guess, recognize, like, we can't just sit here and say, I don't want to give, I don't want to give ammunition to people. That's it. We can say that, right? We can just sit here and not, not ever mention it and say, I don't want to give ammunition to anyone to complain about this. But at the end of the day... I feel like the type of listeners we want on the uh, on the broken my concept is people that listen to what we say, but they know that it's in the context. They understand the context of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, if they know us, they would have to. And know they us. know us. Yeah. Well, we're not sitting here to complain to, to give everyone ammunition so that they can be like, oh, that's why I'm not climbing. It's more okay. Now I understand why I might be miserable at this point in time, mm. but this is where this is where it the, the system is currently at. Mm. Rather than just ignoring the problem. Right. Yeah, I hope people can see our passion in the reviews yeah. and wanting to help people and reviewing my own games and you know we're, we're practitioners and we place the game. You know, we're just theorists. Mm-hmm. You know. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, is there anything else? What I want? Oh, something else? But we got a lot of mailbag questions. You want to go to mailbag? Yeah, let's jump to mailbag. All right. Away we go. song all right first question here is from falco title of this email is falco from the mla it's a good old falco yep yeah uh, he's been struggling a member from your community hard suck diamond four is the email of this, the title of this email hello curtis and nathan due to my struggles with climbing curtis wanted me to write about myself to the bbc podcast so here i am I'm going to start by saying that self-discipline is my biggest problem. It's the reason I dropped out of college and why I quit every self-improvement exercise that I set up for myself. Gym, calisthenics, learning programming. 
In the first semester of college, I struggled to keep up with everyone, but I somehow made it. Then COVID hit. Losing the routine of going to a classroom and studying with friends after was big. Everything fell apart and I dropped out. I'm applying to college again in hopes that I'll make it this time. Here's my league journey. I started playing 10 years ago. Till season six, I was mashing my face into the keyboard. In season six, I started playing for real. My goal was to climb to diamond, made it to plat five. Next season, I tried harder. For about a month, I was playing three games a day, talent only. I reviewed every single game and I put every single good and bad thing in on a spreadsheet, made it to plat one. My fifth promos tilted me into oblivion, quit the game. In season 10, I decided to try get in diamond again. I was watching every skill cut video and a lot of Curtis's ones as well, but I got hard stuck goal one plat four anyway. This season, I watched two videos that really hit home for me. It was the autopilot and small wins videos by Curtis. Thanks to them, I was finally able to reach my goal. I climbed from plat four to D4 in two to three weeks. That's when I decided to sign up for the MLA program. The reviews helped me improve a lot. Despite the improvement, I'm stuck D4 for the last three months. Another thing I would like to talk about is my league mentality. I used to be FF15 spam type of guy. I think that's because I'm a perfectionist. A bad scuttle fight, AFK, farm in Jarvan, Siva buying Galforce into Sam Braum. After any of those happened, I would switch to autopilot and was typing more than playing. If the game wasn't perfect, I didn't want to play it anymore. Also, since I was playing to improve, there was no point wasting time on a not replicable game. After getting Hardsuck D4, I decided to change, although you can still see glimpses of my toxicity. It, uh, it's quite low. Now, instead of consistently dropping to plat 1, I hover mid D4. The last thing I want to mention is my struggle with focus. Around when I was 10 years old, I had some tests made. The results was that I had problems with keeping focused. I have no clue if there is anything I can do about it. You know the interesting thing, Nathan? You know when he talks about at the end, he says, I had this test done where it shows that I'm not good at focusing. I feel like that, in a way, I view this as like, you know, that that documentary was like the work. And there's like that thing that's gnawing at the back of you for years. And until you address it, it's like this, it's like this thing that's holding you back your entire life. In a way, the fact that he, he remembers this. What is it? How did he test focus? What does that mean? So he, he told me about this. He said like he got like some tests where a basic arithmetic or something and or a reading task or whatever it was. And he apparently he, he had struggles with focusing. Yeah. I don't know what that would mean. Yeah. I don't know how the hell that works. But um, God, if, I, if, if my test results in high school or primary school was any in the... <laughs> irrelevant. Mm. I don't want to hear it. You know, like you could have broken down my school and be like, this guy's just unfocused, just going to play video games, just going to go nowhere in life, mm. right? Like, come on. You know, like being 10 years old, I mean, maybe I just didn't let it affect me, but maybe yeah. this is a traumatic experience and he's got like trauma or That's something. That's what like. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the, the, this, is, this has held him back. Dude, like he's using that as an excuse in a way. Dude, Falco, if I was tested for focus 10 years, when I was 10 years old, <laughs> I would be literally... The bottom. I'll be lower than you, Falco, okay? <laughs> so there you go, you know? Like, so, yeah. and I can be focused rock solid in my games, you know, playing out of my mind and focusing you know, on that okay, my life. I'm going to capture something for a second here. Yeah. Falco, if you're watching this on, on, the, um, on the YouTube, I want you to look at Nathan's energy. 
there's notice how when he's talking, he's he's getting into it, he's getting excited, he's getting excited about this. Right, stuff. that your excitement, that energy, that is what I feel like he's missing. Well, are you, I don't know his energy levels because you talk to him. Yeah, right? like I talk to him. There's that, right? But but yes, the energy is one thing, but it's more about like it's more about accepting that it's it's hard, and and, and but enjoying that and kind of loosening up and lightening up a yeah, little bit. Lighten up, I like that. Yeah, yeah. the lighten up like, thing. Like, like this is it's all doom and gloom. This is doom and glo- <laughs> like, I'm reading this, I'm like, dude, like just. Just, yeah, like it feels like he's he's one of those guys who's got this all this stuff on his shoulders. And he's just bogged down and negative, and oh, I'm stuck here again. And it's just eating you alive. You're just slowly getting, you're breaking yourself down in a way. But just flip the narrative. Just like get excited, get excited, and lighten it. up. And it's just a video game at the end of the day. There's, yeah, it's a skill. Yep, and we can we can take the steps to break it down. Now, what I said to him, you know, the first question I asked said, are you doing three blocks? He says, sometimes. He cannot stick to three blocks. You know, he just can't. Scratching my hand. <laughs> he can't. And he says it's a discipline issue. And it's like, end of review. You know what three blocks? End of review. I've had another guy as well. Yeah. He, he didn't have a process, complaining about why he's stuck. End of review. You're not doing three blocks. End of review. And... You know, do you get this in your soul too, where people just cannot, for some reason, they cannot do three blocks? Have you had this as an issue or problem with certain clients? I don't really ask for some reason. I know, I know, most people don't actually. They don't do it, or they don't. They don't have do you. it. They just don't do it, right? Well, I'm not maybe saying all, maybe but... I've just given up on on trying to get people to do it. I mean, I, I have an article. I, I, I yeah. tell they know that I do it. I, yeah. I look, they watch my games, yeah. and I say I'm going to my three block. Yeah. Or sometimes we'll do four. Because I always say, like, if you if you if one of the games was like low, yeah. you know, just over, you can do a full. Yeah, time, of course, yeah, right, yeah. But anyway, um, look, this is what I, I I'm going to say, man. You know, when David Goggins is that thing, you, you can't find motivation motivation with a depressed, depressed mindset. mindset yeah. That's like kind of how I feel. Yeah, it's like you're not going to be able to change, and t- when you're in this, you're in this like bogged down, depressed mindset type thing. Yeah. Shit sucks, right? COVID, everyone's in lockdown. Life's a bit miserable. Find joy out of the little things. Create it. Find the positivity. You can be like me and complain all this entire podcast about solo <laughs> queue and don't take a note out of my book. Or you can be like Nathan over here, Mr. Happy Chappy, and, and get a little bit excited. And, and this might require you to, tie back to the beginning of the conversation, what got you into league in the first place? Connect with what gets you excited about the game. What excites you? Is it playing beautiful League of Legends? Is it being better than your friends? Or what, what What gets you riled up? What gets you motivated to make change? Because at the end of the day, right? You know how like you get those motivational videos and it says, you got to wake up at 5am in the morning and then go for a run in the forest then have a cold shower then meditate for an hour then, <laughs> then finally you can start your day. You know, it's just like, I'm not going to do that, man. Yeah. But the people that do do that or the, these elite athletes, they don't just randomly decide to do that. No. They're connected with a purpose and a goal. And they also made it a habit. They don't have to think about that stuff. It just becomes their lifestyle. Right. So, look, you're not going to go from zero to 100, Falco. But... 
I think doing three blocks is is a relatively simple task. Yeah. It's not it's not going to require you to run up mountains and wake up at five a.m. and it's great. You have a structure. It's like it's, it's just, like a time thing. It's like let's say you've got a dentist appointment. You go to the dentist appointment, you do your checkup, and then you leave. Right, like that's a simple task. Yep, simple it's, task. It's like you 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 queue up and don't even you play. Just even though no matter how uncomfortable it feels, do it. Because you're gonna get your mind. Because I'm assuming he, I'm pretty sure he was he was addicted to the game. Like he played a metric ton of yeah. the game. Like a part of me feels as though like he's just he he's genuinely a part of him is genuinely addicted. There's, yep, an, and there's an addiction there. Yeah, it's gonna feel like shit to not play that fourth game, fifth game. Originally, yeah. At the start, it's gonna be for two weeks. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah. So yes, it's gonna be like that. But you gotta you gotta you just gotta do it. You know. Um, so look, I would have a go at finding what motivates you, trying to flip the flip the tone like Nathan Happy well, Chappy. Well, one thing here, he actually says he lost routine. Yeah, and he did it because he he was studying with friends. So he like found a, a little hack. So he's like with friends. And what's also interesting is that when he he actually did start a process. If you actually look at the start of his journey, he he did a process with like taking notes and stuff to plat one. Yeah, and then he failed his diamond promos, and then he like relapsed yeah. and like just quit the game. Yeah. But that, that's when he did, he said, he told me that's when he got really good results, when he actually took notes. So what I said to Falco, um, he, I told him in our last session, this is all stage three stuff. I can't, this is nothing to do with the end game. Like, yes, um, obviously if he was a challenger player, he would be challenger. But at the end of the day, he's not expressing his best self. And he's undoing work that he's, he could be, I mean, all, all the work that he's done by just spamming games, you know, um, and, and playing, you know, with his tilted mentality. So, um, what I told him to do was actually start taking notes, play three blocks, get very specific. But again, he, he just can't stick with it. It's just a discipline issue. So step number one is the three blocks. Do that for three weeks. Even if you don't even take any notes, nothing. Even if your reviews are like shit, right? Don't, okay. And then slowly, okay. Maybe I'm going to review one of them in the block really well. And the other two can be like shit. And then slowly, maybe you can review two of them now. Maybe you can review three of them. Well, he says he's a perfectionist. So that, me being a perfectionist as well, that's very difficult to do. You just got to embrace the suck. Understand you're going to be bad at it. But the only possible way is by sitting down there and just doing it. Just putting yourself through the review process. When I started reviewing and doing three blocks, it was actually very uncomfortable for me as well. Because, I mean, I always narrow these like, I should be high elo that I should be, and all that sort of stuff that I've talked about on this podcast before. But uh, you just put, sit there and you just put yourself through it. You've got to do things, you know, you're just going to feel uncomfortable. But trust me, it becomes habit now, like an instant review after my games. And I, I get out of the notepad. It feels bad not notes. to review because you want to know what happened. Yeah, well, it's you impossible. Know? It's actually impossible. Yeah. Or you feel shit for not reviewing. So you can do it, Falco. We're telling you you can do it. I know 100% you can do this. Okay. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to do it. And it's going to suck, but you, you, you got it. You have no choice in a way. What's the alternative? There is no alternative. You're at a dead end. You're at a crossroads right now, man. Because what you've been doing hasn't worked. So there is no other option. If you want to view it like that and frame it like that. <laughs> it depends how much time you want to waste. Yeah, do you want to keep doing the same thing? Do you want thing? to keep wasting time? Getting the same results? What's the quote from Einstein? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results. Yep. 
It's broken. You got to fix it. Broken by concept. But yeah, I think the key point there is get excited. Have some get excited, fun, man. You know, brighten up. <laughs> get excited. All right, next one here is from Jonathan. Hello, Nathan and Curtis. The title of this email is called "Plain Jungle Champs Top?" Question mark. Viable training method? Question mark. First off, I'd like to say a big, I've been a big fan of the show. Been following since episode one. Furthermore, I'm a particular fan of Nathan's work and his great coaching. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. At least someone likes my coaching. <laughs> I even switched over from playing mid. Yes, so I could be blessed with Nathan's great knowledge of Scuttlecrubs and level one evades. Yes, the creator of the Nathan Mott Ward. Wait, wait he, he moved from mid to jungle. That's how much my work is. Jesus. Who is this guy? What's his name? His name is Jonathan. He's in the comments. He's Squilliamy. I'm just going to ignore that guy's comments. I think that's quite disrespectful, Curtis. Traitor. The, the creator of the Nathan Mottward. He truly is a League of Legends scholar and... Arena. What's the Nathan Mottward? You don't know the Nathan Mottward? Is that the one ab- above the red? Me. Yeah. I think you told me about it once, but I can't remember why you do it. I'm never going to tell It's like you, you, you chuck the ward above the red to, to to do something. If you know my ward locations every game... Yeah, I know, I know where it is, but I don't know what it does. Well, Curtis, you'll never know. All right. I was asshole too. Good old Nathan. I will. You could just go to my YouTube channel. It's all there. Oh, okay. All that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the Nathan Mott Ward. Actually, you might be versing me more often, so maybe I should. Maybe I should study up. How to count me. Like what Sharon did until to me. Oh, no. No, I won't do that. Anyway, go on. Anyway, now I am in the mailbag. Um, I'll tell you a bit about myself. I picked up League of Legends and also the Jungle Roll about one year ago, and I'm currently sitting at Silver 2. You guys often discuss the difference between jungle and mid, and in the last few episodes, you've highlighted how a mid laner spends all their time fighting while a jungler doesn't. This means that the mid laner would have far superior mechanics and a more solid understanding of how to skirmish compared to the jungler. So I had an idea. Would it be beneficial for junglers to play their champs top lane on a smurf account in order to train mechanics and improve skirmishing? Most junglers are viable top lane. For example, I've started playing Viego, so what would you guys think about me playing him top on a smurf in order to improve? Maybe go even further, should all junglers play lane on a smurf no matter the champ? You guys did discuss how you should get diamond in lane before playing jungle. Thanks, John. Um, well, it's not... Look, it's, it's not 100% different. necessary, but like, it, it does help, but it's not 100% necessary, right? I mean, I think playing... I think it's better to just play proper top lane champs if you're going to play lane. Yeah, d- d- I don't mean, worry. At the end of the day, like, I'm trying to think of jungle champs that can play in lane, so... Volley? Volley can play top. Volley is not a good jungle right now. Right. Um, Olaf top. Chippy special. That's also not good. Um, Viego can play mid. Not top. I anymore. don't see it top though. No. Do you see it top? I've no. never seen it top. No. Um, I mean, if I'm thinking of junglers, you know, like you're never Warwick playing top. Eve top. Okay, so you're not playing Warwick top. Warwick top is legit though. Can work. Anyway, there's very few junglers. Not many, yeah. Okay, so already I'll dis- dismiss that. I, and again, you just, you you will still get the value of playing top with other champions. You want to play other champions because you want to know how yeah. to beat them because you're versing them. You want well, to know their weaknesses but and this, stuff. the premise, the same concepts of skirmishing will still apply. That's so it right. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. It's the feeling and knowing, anticipating abilities and it, it's the same stuff. So don't don't get too caught up in playing the same champ. I guess champion, he's doing the great thing. Champion mastery is great. It's good, but... It's not necessary. But for... sort of champion master is more specific for that role as well, I think. Like, you want to learn how to play that champ in that role. Because, like, the way you would play... Because, I mean, I thought about playing Udi at top. It's just a different game. Yeah, you're a different champion as well, Like, I, I would never be as successful as Udi, even though I was, like, very good at Udi mm. player, you know, the best on the server. 
I couldn't translate that to top. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Top's a hard role. And top's a difficult role. Top, top's to a really hard role. I, I, I hate top. I'm a solo laner and I play mid. I can't play top really? for shit. You can't play for top. No, I, I, Holy shit. It's hard. It's brutal. It is brutal. It's a really brutal... It's probably one of the more brutal roles to learn. You can get out of control that lane real quick, man. You know what I think would actually improve skirmishing though? And look, I, I'm just biased because I just think everyone should play support secondary. And I say that. But if you wanted to play... Just play bard and roaming supports. You would still get a shit ton of value in skirmishing. Wouldn't you not? I think I saw Azale saying, if you're autofill and you you play bard, that should be an illegal offense in League of Legends. Why? You know, I, you know I, have a, I have like an 80% win rate with bard. Yeah, your bard's... My bard's in, in shock. Me and shock, right? Yeah, shock as well. So me and, me and shock, I, I, I mean, I have like 20 games played of bard, right? With a, nearly an 80% win rate, which is it's the highest win rate champ by far. With not many that games, 20 games. But shock is the same as me, very similar. 77% win rate, two mid laners. He literally queued main bard, you know that? Who? Shock. He went through a phase a couple of weeks ago. Which is only bard. He literally queued support. Yeah. I don't know. Mid laners know how to play roaming supports really <laughs> well. Because we know they the know, threat of yeah, ganks. I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. But regardless, what I'm saying is that I don't think... Okay, look, if you did want to play top, I look, do that, but don't play jungle champions, right? If you wanted to do that. And plus, you could you have plenty of time to learn the role if he's playing it all the way from silver, so that yep. could e easily yep. work. But I always say, I think you could still learn skirmishing if you were to play roaming supports. Think about it. It's the same stuff. It's more about identifying your role, identifying yeah. who you need to target. Yeah. And just fighting champions, just like Leonas and Nautilus and Bard yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Alistar, you would definitely learn skirmishing. That way, it'd be a little user-friendly, but I don't know. At the end of the day... Both would work. Um, that answers, answers his question, right? Yeah. I like his way of thinking, though. Yeah, I, I like know. the way he's thinking, yeah. But for yeah, sure. I think, um, I think that answers the question. All right, next question here is from Caleb. Title of the CMO's question for my two favorite coaches. Hello, Curtis and Nathan. Similar to a lot of people, I've gained a lot from your podcast with regards to league, but also in life. This will be a little long, but I think you guys will be able to help me out. Mailbag's speciality is long emails. <laughs> we thrive with long emails. First, I think I should start with my league journey. I started playing at the end of high school around season two. Holy moly, that's an OG player. That's when I started playing. I've been very often on with the game. I've mainly been silver and gold all the way until season nine where I peaked plat two playing thresh and bard support. After taking another break for months, I reached plat again following Nathan's Olaf jungle guide, I think in season 10. I will stand by. I reckon that Olaf jungle guide is one of the most practical guides for climbing solo queue ever created on the internet. My Galio guide would give you a run for your money though. Okay. My Galio guide has got a shit ton of people really? to diamond four and platinum. Because they're there so both of them, but think about it, they're relatively easy to execute. Yeah. Dahlia, Olaf, just... Like, and I, it's like one plan. plan. It's like yeah, one, one plan, way. And you can do it every game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one way of playing Galio, yeah. yeah. After taking another break for about seven or eight months, I climbed from Silver 3 to Plat 3, playing mainly Anivia mid. I'm now in a place where I feel I can hold my own playing either mid or jungle. I've never really played with a process or anything like you guys talk about. It's a difficult thing to maintain when you've developed so many bad habits of playing the game over the years. That's true. It will help to answer my question to know my current life situation. I work full-time and also coach American football. 
which takes up to two and a half hours a night. I have a wife, a home, and a baby on the way coming in November. I work out every weekday with my friends before I go to work. I have my own YouTube channel that is a podcast where I generally talk with my friends and people I find interesting. Also, when I'm not in football season, I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm a competitive person. I do love league, but I'm not sure if process-orientated league like you guys do is realistic for me with my previously mentioned responsibilities and passions. (laughs) Um, that I would probably put above league. Then again, I think deep down it would be possible for me to fit it league into my life if I was more, way more disciplined and cut everything out in my life that wastes time. I guess my question is, should I try to fit league into my life? I already feel fulfilled and challenged with everything I have currently going in life, but my competitive nature wants to see if I applied myself to the process, if I could actually hit a higher rank like Diamond or Master. You guys talk about league as a great personal development tool, which I would agree, but I feel like I already have that in my life without league. Curtis and Nathan, should I try to cut out everything that wastes time in my life for league to fit? Or can you guys release me from this competitive burden I feel to see what my true potential could be if I applied myself to the process? Well, the first thing is, is that what everything you said there, like that's insane. You have so many responsibilities. Yeah. How is any of that wasting time? What does that mean? No, no. I'm assuming he has other things. There's other things he does in between there that would be wasting time. But look at this. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, gym, full-time job, coaches, American wife. wife from, where, where's the wasting time? Oh, there's other things he hasn't said there that he he probably watches TV and shit. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how you could with that, that amount of stuff going look, on. Look, I, if I'm going to be brutally honest, man, I, I the vibe I get when I read this is that, you know... You're kind of like a jack of all trades and master, master of none. none. Yeah. Like, and, and look again. This this is more of a life thing, right? I don't want to. I don't want to impart my opinion on how you live your life, right? We all live our lives in different ways. I am still person. Like when I hear that, though, I don't see how you could be exceptional, exceptional at any one of those with that many tasks. Whether it's being an exceptional father or an exceptional husband or exceptional at jujitsu or um, coach, coaching podcast. and, and you know, podcast or American football, whatever it is, it's too much. There is too much, and 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 I I think that in terms of sat is it the word satiating? He said satiating his hunger, or whatever it is. Instead of in terms of satisfying whatever the word is, your competitive hunger, set more ambitious goals within your current endeavors. I just don't see how league has a place in your life, at least a competitive from a serious ranked journey experience a league has a place in your life no I, for me it sounds like league with you at least is going to be a much more casual thing where you're just going to go on play with a few mates and play a few norms or casual ranked game you know i don't think it's going to be a serious thing for you nor do i think it should be because climbing to master tier especially is not a casual thing no even climbing, even climbing up. to diamond is not a casual you're a thing. Hardcore league player by that point. Yeah, if you if you got to diamond four, you're a pretty hardcore player. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's wise to do so. I mean, I, I the fact that he's asking this question means that he shouldn't. I think. And even using the word, it's not. It's not to say he couldn't do it though. No, he, he seems more yeah. than capable yeah. of doing it. It's just a matter of time investment, in which seems like time is not the thing that you have right now. Like, I would never be asking this question to anyone if I was to get those ranks in League of Legends I don't think you would you just there's no questions asked like you you, you would have to just be I'm just gonna do I mean this. we, we mean you know that we've actively made many many sacrifices in our life to be the rank that we are that's right it's hard it's a lot of games a lot of time and effort and, and I don't 
you know, that's not for everyone. And as he would understand, he probably knows that. He's probably really good at one of these things. I just, yeah, he could be really good at many of them though. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends what we mean by good. You know, uh, you can just be average or decent, but you're not going to go the next level in any of these, um, personally. Again, just my take. Yeah. I mean, even that, that words you use that, or can you guys release me from this competitive burden? Like if that's a competitive burden, if you're using those words to describe it. It means he's not pushing himself in the other endeavors, in my mm. opinion. Like he mm. could get more out of it. Juice, juice. Juice him, yeah. Go to more Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions. Yeah. Push yourself, try and go to the next belt or, you know, I, I don't know. what American football, win more. <laughs> I don't know. Surely there's something he can do better. That's my take anyway. Yep, I would agree. So, uh, there you go, Mr. Caleb. All right, I think that's it for Mailbag. No more anymore? Are we going to squeeze one more we'll in? squeeze one more in? All right. Uh, where is it? All right, this one here is from Bray. Tyler's team was getting back into the game. Again, this is another long one, but I'm going to shorten this okay. a bit. Hello, Nathan and Curtis. I hope you're having both having a swell week and your solo queue journeys have provided many teachable moments for yourselves. For me, absolutely. Curtis has educated me on Cassidy versus Fizz. My name is Brady and I'm 25 playing in NA server. This is actually the second time I've emailed the show. The first time was December 2020 and I've attached the original, original message below titled Stay Motivated to Play. Frankly, this original email was full of rubbish and came from a place of shame and lack of confidence. After sending it, I ended up taking a very lengthy break from League. Since I've returned, I started back with normals and playing ARAMs with my girlfriend. I'd like to teach her to not be afraid of Summoner's Rift, but that is a challenge for another week or season, honestly. I recently picked up the Gauntlet that is ranked and I'm quite enjoying it. I'm currently ranked at Bronze 193 LP, main in jungle, and hope to get to Silver within the next three days. My current objectives have been the following, develop Champ Mastery, specifically Viego right now. I'd like to get 100 plus games with him under my belt, currently at 45 games. Love that goal. Establish character control. The fact is I'm very inexperienced and frequently misclick. Don't look at the minimap engage in obviously bad fights. Lose my character in team fights. Improving in this category has been pretty tough, oddly enough. However, I suspect it just has to do with raw amount of games and building up confidence and familiarity. My current struggles are pettiness slash frustration. I often find myself annoyed that when I attempt to gank a lane or even ping for a leash, I met with no response from my teammates. In the moment, I get frustrated, however, in the grand scheme of things, I struggle with the exact thing as I described in my goal section of established character control. However, the peak uh, of my frustration comes when I've assisted and contribute to a lane continuous times just to have them spit in my face. He goes on for an example here, but I'm not going to read it out. Yep. Uh, knowing when my laners will respond to a gank, I've been working on banking more when enemy laners are pushed up and wave isn't huge, pinging on my way multiple times before attempting to engage and emerge from the shadows. I'd say there's a 50-50 chance my teammate responds in kind or doesn't react at all. Thinking critically, this is a probably just bias kicking in, as they say, you remember the bad times more than the good. I'm probably missing some details as to why they aren't responding, or is it just bronze things? <laughs> Maybe the fact I play with chat off is attributing to the lack of response. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. No. Thanks for the great podcast. Uh, I love watching you on YouTube while I work my day job or while I cook. Um, I'll let you take the take the reins. In this so final. first, I love the character Jungle. current objectives. We say getting to gold is a test of character control. 
um, and somewhat, you know, just basic game knowledge and develop champ mastery, I'd say, you know what? The struggles, like, those are normal. Like, who cares about them? I think you just, as long as you focus on those two goals, I'm happy enough already. To address these things there, I mean, you know, you're going to be frustrated. Of course you're going to be frustrated. You shouldn't have any expectations for a bronze player. I mean, you know, like, you're messing up fights that maybe they look at you like, you know, you're, you're, what are you doing, dude? That's frustrating them as well, you know? Um, it's very common. I mean, when you gank a lane, I mean, there's there's a good gank and a bad gank fundamentally. Where's the wave? How much mana and HP do my teammates have? How much gold am I sitting on? Um, there's so many factors that goes into it. Um, you really need to be trying to break down. Watch my videos. I think I've... I mean, I don't have a really good video. Like, Nathan, sorry to interrupt, good, but I think that... Good or bad gank. Out of interest, like, when you... when I mean, because I don't know coaching, like, a bronze jungler, but my hunch tells me, like, you don't need to go that deep. Yeah, I don't think you do, no. That's why I said, just stick to those goals. I'm happy like, with those. Yeah, like, a part of... <laughs> you know, like, a part of me feels as though... Yeah, like, he... A part of me feels like getting to gold should just... Just, just listen to your instincts and what yeah. you're. Just break it down really logically with <laughs> what you current, currently know, because he's not going to have the knowledge to be able to know what is gangable and what is not. Bag. Like he yeah, just won't. Don't try to. Yeah. Just like, just play in yeah. a way. Yeah. Like I kind of just when you see that Nathan, do you just get the vibe where he just should just play the game. Yeah, just that's it. That's why I'm happy with these goals. Yeah, those goals are really good, and I think that the the results will come with time. Yeah. And the way you got to view it, man, you're in bronze at the end of the day, right? So people around you, they're just casuals. They're really... The, the, they're just jumping off from work. They're not, you know... They're, they're having a beer. They've got a VB long neck next to them, dude. <laughs> they're, just, they're just having a go. Um, if you don't know what a VB long neck is, Google image that. Is he from Australia or is he... No, I don't think uh, so. Um, anyway, yeah, he's got his VB long neck he's next from to his... NA, he's from right, he's got his... What what are they Budweiser? He's got his big Budweiser can there. He's come home. He's had a long day at work. They could be watching a, a Netflix on the side. He's got Netflix on one TV. He's got the NFL on a second monitor <laughs> over there. Um, you know, people are just having a, having fun. You so be frustrated. You know, so you're gonna you'll glide through this rank, man. It will take a little bit of time, but you'll glide through there. Um, if you play with intensity. You're trying to actively use your brain. You understand what the champions do and don't do. You and the whole miss. He said he misclicks a lot, right? Was that him as well? Yeah. Right. That will get fixed up again with intensity and with 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 patience. So I think you just have fun. Yeah. You, you need to have fun. Yeah. Relax. Enjoy the champ. Kill people. Die a few times. You know. Enjoy it. Get it, get excited again. You know. Just don't overthink it. I wish I could, I wish, you know, we say this all the time, but going back, I wish I could go back and unlearn things in a way to kind of just come in with that innocence. Yeah. You want to keep that innocence yeah, the to game the game. Yeah, the game is so fun when you start learning, it's, man. It, I always say this, the league is the most fun at the very beginning yeah. and at the very end. Yeah. yeah. And what's hilarious, super interesting, so I got a, I recently coached someone to challenge an EU, right? Mm. And he said to me, Curtis, everything makes sense what you talk about and your YouTube and on the broken by concept, it all makes sense now. It didn't like you could kind of get bits and pieces yeah. of it, but like he fully internalized the process and he made it to challenging. He's playing at this really high level now, and he knows he now gets all these concepts because he like he's like oh and that's what Curtis and Nathan mean. It clicks. It all clicks, and he's like I'm now having a blast. He's having so much fun. He's had the most fun he's ever played in the game. Mm. Even though he's he's struggling, he's not winning as much, but he's having more fun because he gets it. He, it's clicked the process. We keep saying that the entire time. It's all made sense now. 
So this dude, he's at the beginning of the process. I would have this. You're going to have a blast, yep. man. Yeah. Frustration shouldn't be in your vocabulary. No. That's fun. And then you have fun, a lot of fun later on. So that's what I would say. That I wouldn't know. Relax, man. That's Play your 100 say. games and focus on character control and playing fights and champ mastery. Let's do it. Yep. We're looking forward to the... Uh, we want to hear yeah, follow-up email, hopefully, when yep. you're 150 games deep on Viego. I want more. I want about 200, 300. 300. All right, that's Viego's it. Viego's a bullshit design, though. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, we uh, had some interesting LEC and LCS games on the weekend, but that's all right. All right. Any parting words, Curtis? Um, there's going to be less complaining next week. Curtis. Positive, happy chappy. Curtis. Curtis, I just got a message saying that the uh, lockdown's extended till September 2nd now. What's the date today? Today, so that's another two weeks, 16th of August. I'm whittling away here, dude. So that's not going to... You, you are not going to get that from Curtis next week. So in this gym. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting beaten. I'm getting, slowly getting beaten down by lockdown. No gym, just yeah. slowly getting beaten yeah. down. All right. Well, we can see plenty of complaining next week <laughs> yeah. on the BBC. Yeah. And um, I'll see you in solo queue, Nathan. Yes, I get my will. Kiana guide coming out soon. Check out the Clips channel. Yep. Um, see you later. I'll see you next week.